0: All right, hello and welcome to Go Touch Trash! Guys. Um, wow, guys, Millie and I have been seeing each other twice a week for the past like five, six I months. I would say long point. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: And months, this week we've yeah. only seen each other once because that's today because
1: uh, you were. Um,
0: I was on sex. set
1: as a cell phone provider. Wait, concert goer, non-speaking concert, concert, concert goer theater.
0: with potential for upgrade. I did get the upgrade. She got the upgrade. She got the upgrade. What does that mean? My face was on camera. I do not speak. Yeah. But if that shot ends up in the final commercial, she's, she's getting, getting residuals. residuals baby. She's getting residues. Residuals. We love that. We love
1: that. 2024 is already it's turning out to be a
0: lot better. A lot better than twenty twenty-three. I'll go ahead and say that yeah. right now. And already. I uh yeah. So um even though we got a
1: disappointing email, <laughs> yeah. Even though uh,
0: behind the scenes we did have a brand reach out to us to do a collab that we were excited about, and then we so just excited, hit we're them like we're
1: gonna get so much money. Yeah, we were, were not, like, like so much money means
0: three thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> we we we, but we're pretty, we're pretty excited about
1: getting three thousand uh, dollars. Three thousand dollars right now changed my
0: life. Uh, I I'd take $300. I take three hundred dollars. not for I this would take deal, but I would love deal. if someone gave me three hundred dollars if $300. anyone wants to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> If, if anyone has broke, $300 uh, on hand.
1: Somebody's like, we're going to get you that mid-level Sackler. And, yeah, I just, I, I literally, after our episode, mm-hmm. um, I did go on Facebook Marketplace. There are iPads for $40, $80. You
0: can get an iPad. I can, I can get an iPad and get Raya and, and go on that journey. And we can make it happen. We but it happen. we did have someone reach out to someone. us to work with a brand. We're very yeah. excited. We, we hit them back. Mm-hmm. We don't hear. So we
1: don't hear because the woman was even DMing us, being yeah. like, "Check your email, blah blah blah, yeah. blah, like
0: whatever." This person was trying to find us. This person wanted go touch grass bad. Yeah. And then we don't hear from her, and we say, "This is strange." Yeah. Immediately before recording, Millie sends this person an email back. Just hey, checking up, checking up, checking up. Uh, hey. email bounces back. This person has we think been fired. fired. <laughs> 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 Since reaching out to us. I don't know if that was part of the decision yeah, to I know.
1: Fire. They're like, you want to give these girls $3,000? $3, dollars. $3, I said $300. $3,000, you're fired.
0: You're out of here. Email off.
1: Email off. You have
0: lost the privilege to email on Damn, behalf of man. this brand. I know. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, you, and well. Uh, well, you know, this is, again, like, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh mm-hmm. away. I'm saying this as a Buddhist. <laughs> I'm like, I do have to clarify that I am Buddhist. So anytime mm-hmm. I reference God, it's only in like the fun cultural way. Um, But there's this, I just watched Real Housewives of Miami and they go to a cathedral and it's this really emotional mm-hmm. scene where all of them are like crying and praying. And then literally like, not even two hours later, they're like at each other's throats <laughs> in, in another scene. But also like, there, it was deserved. Like, this woman needed to chill anyway. But um, I was just thinking, like, yeah, like that saying, God doesn't give it to hands. And, you know, it just reminded me of the day that I got Tignataro's
0: Twitter, Twitter, which used to be which a thing. It used to
1: be a thing. Tignataro used to have, like, give comedians her Twitter. And you would have the Twitter for the day and you would, like, tweet whatever you wanted. Yeah. I mean, there were, like, rules and parameters. Like, obviously, like, don't write anything racist or whatever. But you'd write your jokes. Yeah. And then a lot of pe- a lot more people would see them. And then you'd get a bunch of followers. And I feel like I got 2,000 followers just from that in one yeah. day. And I was so excited I was on a high. And guess what? That was the day that my Facebook page, Chuck E. Cheese Fights, was taken down.
0: No. So it's like,
1: I was on this high, and it was... Just immediately, and it's just like, man. Why
0: was Chuck E. Cheese fights taken down?
1: Because it was, <laughs> I guess, you know, not legal to have a page highlighting fights and in- in- incidents. Inside
0: the Chuck E. Cheese?
1: Incises, like, and, like, the-, the arc of the page, like, it was this page that I conceptualized with this other guy from my old job. But basically, I used to tell him, like, Chuck E. Cheese, that's, like, where the real fights go down. That's Where the real drama is, mm-hmm. and it, it gets like the thing about a Chuck E. Cheese fight. Like, fight videos are like a. I don't like to associate guilt with pleasure generally, but they are a guilty pleasure, yeah. Like, I that is like, I should not be enjoying these, yeah. And I don't like anyone's where anyone dies or anything, but like, a fight video <laughs> again, we you know, don't yeah, like we murder, don't that's murder not murder is bad, murder is bad. We've said it and on our pod, like and even we'll continue somebody to say getting, it. Like, brutalized, yeah, but if it's like an equal fight, like. Those are fun to watch. Yeah. Just like Montgomery Ball, bro. Um. So, the but Chuck E. Cheese ones, like the stakes are high, tensions are high. Yeah.
2: And
0: you it's sh- like the anachronism of the place, like, yes, is like this. There are it's children. Spectacle. It's bright. There's a animatronic mouse. And then you know,
1: people are already pissed. Like you're you're seeing your fucking baby daddy, who you fucking can't stand, and his mom's there, and she's a mm-hmm. bitch, and your family doesn't like him. Everyone's this. They say one wrong thing for all. Yeah. And the moms are fighting each other and this and that. Or your family against another family. There's literally, like, I could do a whole thing about, like, you know how when you're learning how to write conflict in, like, story to and I, this. Yes. We will get to the topic today. And let's start with this. We need
0: to check in. We need, we need to, to check, check in. in.
1: But you know how there's, like, man versus man, man versus God, man versus mm-hmm. society or whatever. There is that with Chuck E. Cheese fights. Yes. So... I was telling my coworker this. I was like, "Chuck E. Cheese, whatever," and he thought I was like so silly because guess what? People don't take Millie seriously. It has to; they have to hear it five times from three different people for the, for them to come back and be like, "You were right." You were right. Um, so he was writing a like SEO content for a cheese blog. Yeah. So he had Google alerts for cheese, and every, so so you know, anytime there was new cheese news, he would write it in the thing. But what ended up happening was all the news, cheese news, was like cops were called at a Chuck E. Cheese today. This happened in a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> happened in a Chuck E. Cheese. This Tampa, Tampa area Chuck E. Cheese has had more police incidents than the local strip clubs. <laughs> like this, yeah. to, and he was like, "Millie, you're right." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then we made this whole like fake bit about like how the Illuminati was really controlling our country through Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so we made this page. We're going to put all the Chuck E. Cheese news and then, like, find random triangles in all the pictures. Like, make try Be like, wake up, America. Uh, so, I was on my 12th or 15th article. when, And I was like, when we reach, like, 100 of these mm-hmm. and it goes back, then I'm going to publicize it. So then oh, so you pens- hadn't
0: even gone live yet. haven't even yet. gone live. Wow. Yet. Do you think that if you had called it, like, pizza mouse fight? Bite- Pizza, mouse, restaurant, fight, yeah.
1: bra- brawl, page. That's a sma- that's, that's smart thing to do. <laughs> that's a smart thing to do. Uh, and looking, you know, in retrospect, the name was a poor choice. But, you know. But again, it's, you wanted to tell people what it was. You know, and I wanted the SEO. Yeah. To be like people on Facebook.
0: Be like Chuck E.
1: Cheese. And they look up, and
0: it says fights. Because if I see if I see a page that says Chuck E. Cheese fights, I'm going to the page. I, I'm it. I'm gonna click on and that then, and see what's going on there.
1: Yeah, and what I wanted is for to have like hundreds of uh, like at least a hundred entries, so then people are like, wow, she's been doing this for a while, yeah. and it's like this rollout. Of- That's
0: kind of the. Uh, the strategy we used with the podcast. We did. Because we said- it works. <laughs> it
1: works. It
0: works every
1: time. It works every time. But you know what we did? We didn't call it touch crash because there's another thing called touch crash. Yeah. We called it go touch crash. So we so did like, learn. We so, you know, like Alanis Morissette says, you live, you learn. Mm-hmm. And speaking
0: of learning, learning, <laughs> learning. <laughs> we're going to be learning today um, about a drama on mom talk. I think I know what this is. Yeah, so this is a drama coming straight from mom TikTok. Uh, Obviously, that's not a TikTok that we are personally a part of either. Dog mom TikTok, perhaps.
1: Dog mom TikTok. You know what I also say, and this is probably closer to, the algorithm knows that I I do have, I will watch Disney content. Like, And today, this morning, one of the first videos I watched, Guy getting arrested at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Chuck E. Cheese. Sorry, Disney, Disney. World.
0: Um, not was it? It wasn't the naked guy. Did you? see No, the naked no. Guy? This
1: guy pushed uh, a cast member. Oh, for you asking, can't be doing that. Yeah, for ask like the woman was like, "Can you put a mask on?" And he like pushed her. <gasps> so you already know the sheriff came, Like this wow. guy was arrested. Like so, it was like cops. Like it had the body cam footage of the cops. Getting this guy harassed, like, like, apprehending, it was it
0: Well, was you know good. Disney has its own jail that's on the premises. Well, he was there, James and I saw USA. it. It was fucking fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's very, in the,
0: in the Banksy documentary, they go to Disney jail because they get off that, there's, like, that one boat ride ride where, like, you go through the whale's mouth and then you're, like, riding and you're looking at a bunch of miniatures and they got off. and It's they... not Small World. No, it's not. It's a Small World. I literally don't know what it's called, but it's one of the old rides and you go through, like, the whale from Pinocchio's mouth in a little boat and then you're just looking at little cute miniatures of all different Disney movies. It's one of the, like, old rides. Yeah. And Banksy and his friend, oh, what's his friend's name? Mr. Brainwash, I oh, think God. is his friend. Uh, He and Mr. Brainwash get off the ride and go on one of the little islands and... This is the early 2000s, so they did something related to Abu Ghraib prison. Like, they put up, like, a fake Abu Ghraib torture prisoner. Yeah, but
1: they're never allowed back. Like, that's the thing. is, like, But they don't
0: know who Banksy is, so Banksy can go back. Mr. Brainwash, he's fucked, because Mr. Brainwash does end up going to Disney jail, and that's a whole plot line in the movie is that he won't tell them who Banksy is. But Banksy, nobody knows who he is, so Banksy can go back to Disney. Interesting. Banksy's not banned from Disney. Mr. Brainwash is. (laughs) <laughs> wow. So should I watch the Banksy doc? It's fun. It'll it'll be I I can't imagine watching it now. It's definitely like a cultural moment in time in the same way that Banksy is and like all of that. Like I think it'll transport you back to the early 2000s certainly. Okay. But so, I do remember the so documentary they call,
1: someone, they call like Jessica Simpson a fat bitch. Yeah. She's a size 5.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Banksy calls Jessica Simpson a, a, a fat, fat bitch. bitch. <laughs> Um, but I do remember the documentary again, which I haven't seen in a long time. Kind of ends up being more about Mr. Brainwash because well, he's a, he's allowed himself to be vulnerable. Exa- exactly, and Banksy—that's one thing about Banksy is he doesn't let himself to be vulnerable. Yeah,
1: sorry. So that <laughs> so P- Disney Jail is as far as we got to Mom Talk. I'm yeah, wondering. exactly. We immediate meet me,
0: tangent. Meet
1: me and Mom Talk. Okay. <laughs> That's an eternal sunshine of the swallows. My wow. mom. See, this is the thing. People, people look at me. They say this girl's doing lowbrow comedy, and I'm like, no. This You're is saying
0: into me mom talk.
1: Maybe me in mom talk. You're saying film. Film. This is a film avant-garde. <laughs> Millie
0: twice this week on Go Church Guys Pod. Millie has said film. 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 Listen, <laughs> we're having discourse about film. Um. All right. Today, I- from mom <laughs> talk, you want one more thing? One more thing. It's <laughs> fine. Let's I do have it. a
1: Mormon friend who I went to high school with mm-hmm. and she's a Mormon friend and she uses TikTok to like document her Mormon life mm-hmm. and I I shared the Ash, Ashley Hamilton clip of her talking about Barbie mm-hmm. and she was like wow this isn't she comments the mom mm-hmm. the Mormon this is an interesting perspective I never thought of it this way and I'm like oh boy oh, <laughs> if you get begins. into if you get into go touch grass mm-hmm. you will be radicalized
0: yeah. cue the america frarer's speech <laughs> <laughs> She's like, huh, huh,
1: Huh." interesting,
0: interesting. (laughs) Um, all right, okay, let's get into it. Mom talk. Today we are talking about Kite Baby. Mm -hmm. It's spelled K Y T E, baby. Yeah. Uh, this is a company that sells bamboo baby clothes and accessories, and has been at the heart of a giant Mm kerfluffle on Mom Talk. Uh, so just a little background about Kite Baby. So yeah they sell these bamboo baby clothes right and they're really popular on mom talk in general because clothes are cute they're like aesthetic you know and then also these bamboo baby clothes and like sleep bags and stuff i guess are really good for like if your baby has sensitive skin has yeah. eczema all of that stuff so that's kind of who they're targeting if you look at their social medias if you go to their website it's very friendly like we're here for all parents. We're here for you. We're here for your baby. We're your friend. We're it's giving baby. air one. Yes. More like air mom.
1: The, wow. And again, wow. Millie is just
0: wow. hit on hit on hit. Hit on hit. Um so yeah, they have this very friendly millennial mom friendly aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's a small business. Uh it's owned by this woman Ying Lu. Who is so it's like a woman, uh, minority owned yeah. business. They're based out of Texas. All good, kind of happy things, right? Until, until <laughs> this is go touch grass, baby. Uh, you you know, it's not, on. yeah, it's don't. not staying happy. It's, it's, not, staying it's happy. not staying happy and it's not staying good. And I guess I will do like a minor content warning that we're going to talk about like fertility stuff, mm-hmm. pregnancy stuff, mm-hmm. NICU. Pregnancy loss. It, we're not going to go hugely into those topics, but yeah, just so you warning. know that those topics get touched on in this situation. Yeah. So basically, Kite Baby is being canceled on Mom Talk. Okay. Cancel culture has come for Kite Baby okay. because an employee named Marissa Hughes, her sister basically went live. This was on January 17th. So her sister she goes live. This was this year. Yes. This has happened very.
1: Pretty We've recently. It was a really eventful January. Uh,
0: it really has. People yeah. are getting canceled. Discourse is discoursing, etc. So Marissa's sister goes live on January seventeenth. The video has since been deleted, but you can find it. It's pretty long, so I'm yeah, just going to summarize. Gonna, yeah. Just going to summarize. Here.
1: Don't make me watch another ten minutes.
0: You can mm, me no, 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 no. Uh, basically, her sister goes live to say that uh, this kite baby employee, Marissa Hughes, uh, who had just adopted a baby. Judah who was born at just 22 weeks. So that's really fucking early. Yeah. Uh and was in the NICU. Was fired from Kite Baby. What does NICU stand for? I don't okay. ne- yeah. Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. Okay, yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. That wow. just pulled that and again, we're intellectuals. I yeah, just pulled this that is out of nowhere. not
1: a science podcast. We keep saying
0: that. Exactly. So she lives in Dallas. The NICU is 9 hours away. So wow. they have a baby that they're just adopting born very, very early in the NICU. So Marissa went to her employers at Kite Baby, and Kite Baby was aware that she was in the adoption process. And I I guess another aspect of the story is, like, she'd been struggling with infertility for a really long time. I think she'd had some pregnancy loss and stuff. Mm. So they put themselves on the list to adopt a baby. They got a call around Christmas that Mm -hmm. was like, we have this baby, and then she's... You know, yeah, like a month later. like not yeah, there. Well, a, a month later is when we're getting the video, so I think she went right there mm-hmm. and basically tried to activate her maternity leave mm-hmm. policy, and mm-hmm. she got two weeks of maternity leave, basically, mm. um, which isn't a great no leave policy. It's terrible. Uh, number one, and but she she basically arranged with. Uh, kite baby to after the two week paid maternity leave was up she was gonna work from the NICU remotely mm-hmm. which how? what a fucking capitalist late stage capitalist fucking nightmare logging into Zoom from the fucking NICU so that you don't lose your job cause you're- and it's
1: like baby clothes like okay because yeah. tell me if you're like in you know you're in the senate or something that like millions of people are depending on you to work even but even then like Buddha judge
0: had a fucking paternity yeah. leave. Like everyone can take leave, and I know that, and you know that because yeah. every other fucking country has it. Yeah. So. <laughs> but
1: like if you but I could un, I guess I'm I'm willing to have more sympathy or more understanding if the company is doing something crucial to humanity. Yeah. Not bamboo baby clothes. Bamboo baby,
0: baby clothes. Exactly. So Marissa, she had created this remote work agreement because, again, her baby is in a NICU nine hours away from Dallas, which is where the company is located. And I guess I should say her job was coordinating their photo shoots and like their models and stuff. So it is a job that was traditionally done on site. Mm -hmm. But as we learned in the pandemic, every fucking job can be done remotely.
1: Coordinating models and, like, that is a lot of emails. Like, maybe day of there might be an element of, like, a photo shoot, but, like, I don't know how e-commerce works, but I can't imagine there's a photo shoot every single day. Like, you need time to ramp it up and all this stuff, even if you have new products or whatever.
0: And, like, okay, maybe you have one other person who's on site who's not normally on site, and she's on Zoom giving final approval to the looks or whatever. Um, or she, you know, she's getting in real time the photos sent her. Like they like we just know from the pandemic that I got yeah. Yeah, every job can be turned into a remote job. I got directed by
1: like somebody on Zoom. Like yeah, I re- they recorded something in my house, and then like with Comedy Central, it never got released. But um, and <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> I got paid though, um, but. The director was on Zoom like, okay, do it like this, do it like that. So if, yeah. I don't know. like, Multiple
0: movies were made on Zoom. So yeah, you just can't tell me that there's no way for her to direct these baby clothes shoots yeah. from Zoom or whatever. And also, why are you making your employee who you know has a baby that's in the NICU work at all? Like, it, like it's just completely yeah. fucked up in general. Well, I, I'm feeling like it was like,
1: Because it's an adoptive mom and it's not really her body or whatever bullshit like that. Like, it's not given the same importance. So
0: that's kind of part of the reason why this popped off, I think. So basically, the sister explains that Marissa had made this remote work agreement. But then, kind of out of nowhere, right before her two weeks are up, Lou, the, uh, the CEO of the company, informs Marissa that the remote work accommodation is being canceled. It's being rescinded that the job has always been done on site and she needs to return to Dallas to do her job on site and if she doesn't show up that is it's it's for, it's one of those weird corporate things it's like if you don't return to work we will take that as your notice of lea- that you're yeah. leaving right and then they're like but if you like want to come back after I guess you can. So, just, is that legal? I think it is legal because, well, number one, because the United States has no federal yeah. leave policy. So, any company can do whatever. And technically, the two week leave that she got was like based on how long she had worked at the company. Mm-hmm. That was technically what she was owed. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't have to accommodate mm-hmm. her remotely. Mm-hmm. they could tell her what they told her. So, yes, is it legal? Yeah. Uh, is it okay? No. Certainly not. So, so basically, Marissa's sister goes live and explains this. Well, especially a baby company. I know. I mean, that's why it's also... It's fucked up for any company to treat someone yeah. in, like that, and it's fucked up in general that we have the leave situation that we have in the U.S. But for a company that is literally like... Your baby has sensitive skin. We get it. Like, we're your friends. We wanna help you. We wanna help your baby's health. Like, yeah. it's just completely fucked up. So, this story gets out, and people on Mom Talk start going crazy. Mm-hmm. It picks up major steam. And there are, I think it's part of it is because it hits two categories of mom. NICU moms, mm-hmm. which are people who had babies that had to spend time in the NICU, which is a really, really emotionally intense time for any parent. I yeah. had friends who just had to have a baby in the NICU for like over a month. It's, it's a really lot. Yeah. And so to hear about another person who's going through that and then is also being treated like shit and is going to be fired on top of it. I think that like inflamed mm-hmm. that brought the NICU moms to the table to so mm-hmm. be like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And then you got adoptive parents yeah. who are talking about the fact that, you know, we're often discriminated against yeah. in a way that biological parents would be. And I, you know, basically saying, I really doubt that if she had given birth to this baby at twenty two weeks and they were in the NICU, that this company would be saying, No, you gotta get your ass back to Dallas. Yeah, of course. Like of that's course. just not uh and kind of one of the elements that it, – it was hard for me to, like, do full research into this, but this was one of the elements of the live that her sister was doing, is that there was an employee that was concurrently pregnant mm-hmm. with what this Marissa person was going through. And according to the sister, the employee that was pregnant was treated very differently than the employee mm-hmm. who's adopting, even though it's, like, both people are ending up in a, with a newborn in this situation. Yeah. it took many months for both of them to receive the baby they yeah. just received it in different ways and all of that stuff and I think so now NICU moms have been activated, adoptive moms have been activated and also just moms in general like they don't like to be messed with. Moms
1: and then also I'm just like there is something about female hypocrisy in yeah. business that really activates people. Yeah. Of like, you're supposed to be different. You're supposed to be t- treating people differently. We're not supposed to be acting like the, you know. It's kind of like that, where it's like, I, su- you know.
0: Yeah, and also new moms are coursing with hormones at yeah. all times, and it's they like have the time. they're they're fucking tired. They're pissed. Their nipples hurt. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't activate them in this. Don't you don't want to piss them off. You don't want to piss them off. So the mom talk is really, really angry. And so people start, they're filming all these videos. I'm never using Kite Baby again. I'm throwing out my Kite Baby. Wow. There's one video of a lady tossing her Kite Baby onesie into the snow, which I think <laughs> is really funny. I'm like, you can keep the one you already have. Like You yeah. spent, you paid that money. And if the baby's got eczema, you might want to keep it's
1: it. It's like Kid Rock like shooting a bunch of beers with an AK-40. It is. Like- it,
0: it is very funny to me to be like, I am... Ripping up my kite baby onesie, and it's like, no, you just don't have to buy anymore. It's like yeah. me with Harry Potter. It's like I have the books, I have the ones I already have. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy more books.
1: Well, we did buy butter beer, but that's we good. did yeah, buy butter beer. That's beyond the
0: point. You yeah. know what? And you know what? J.K. Rowling got that twenty four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> she got that twenty four dollars. But you know
1: what? We saw. Je- I'm like, we saw Justice, Just Tom's, uh, show that day, so it kind of canceled. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on period. Yeah. <laughs> so people are throwing the onesies in the snow. I also kept seeing people reference their, like, people burning their kite baby, but I couldn't find any videos of anyone burning. I'm sure burning. it burns. I'm
1: like, it bamboo, is bamboo. Yeah, but bamboo is such a good, um like, thing to make material out of because bamboo grows so, like, tall, and so it's just, like, an endless resource. Like, and it's very it's strong. It's pretty smart. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. smart.
0: So, uh, Search. Lou,
1: you yeah, got
0: it. So, this all pops off on, like I said, January 17th by January 18th. So, wow, like, this is like the next dad. Yeah, day. Dad timeline. Um, Kite Baby is responding. Here is a video from the Kite Baby CEO, and this is the first yeah. of two.
2: Hey guys, it's Ying. I wanted to hop on here to sincerely apologize to Marissa. For how her parental leave was communicated and handled in the midst of her incredible journey of adoption and starting a family. I have been trying to reach out to her to apologize directly as well. Kai Baby prides itself in being a family-oriented company. We treat biological and non-biological parents equally. Through both my personal and professional experiences, I have the utmost respect for babies, families, and the adoption community. However, such respect and good intentions were not fully communicated to Marissa in the discussion of her parental leave.
0: Do you think it's funny to say I have the utmost respect for babies? <laughs> I
1: respect babies. I have nothing but respect she for looks babies. Like her hair looks great in this.
0: Yeah, she does look great. Okay, so I think that gives you like yeah. the vibe. Of... She's clearly reading. The first comment
1: is like... Yeah,
0: she, so she's very... It's a very like... Two camera, she's reading. Like, literally, you can see her eyes, like, Moving, darting yeah. to reading it. And it is a very stilted, like, corporate statement vibe. Mm-hmm. People do not like this. No. People are... This does nothing mm-hmm. to bring down the fervor around Kite Baby. In fact, I think it, it made, made it worse. It, worse. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it made it worse by kind of a lot. Uh, people are very much not into it. It's kinda, it, it made me think, like, I was like, I mean, I do get, as the CEO of a company, that you want to write out your statement, and you want to write out what you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, I guess, like, I'm
1: like, do you want her to not write, I, I don't Yeah, know, that's right? kind of, like, I. that's the thing that I've been
0: going back and forth, and it does come off very insincere, because it is so, like, hello. I am here to represent yeah. Kite Baby. I, like, I think you have to find a mixture of sure. sincerity and whatever, but it's I also... giving Ashton Kutcher Mila Kunis. Yes. But I do feel like I'm like, well, she is, like, the CEO of a company. Like, she's going she to write out the statement. to like read it in a... It has to be the right amount of words of, like...
1: If she did it herself, if she just, like, did it from the top of her dome... It might come off as more sincere, but it will probably miss stuff. Yeah. Like, she's not going to
0: mention biological. You you know what I mean? It's it's a hard line to walk because if you are giving a corporate statement while also not seeming incredibly corporate, and she comes off very corporate in the video. So that video starts getting slammed immediately. People are not into it. So basically within hours she posted a new video. Yeah. <laughs> and this one we'll just watch a little bit of it. This one is a very different tone.
2: Okay, I'm going to do this. So I just posted a official apology on TikTok and the comments were right. It was scripted. I memorized it. I I just basically just read it. It wasn't sincere and I've decided to go off script and just tell you exactly what happened. I've been thinking about what went wrong. And I think sincerely what went wrong was how we treated Marissa. And I was the one that made the decision to veto her request to go remote um, while she has to stay in NICU to take care of her adopted uh, baby. And when I think back, this was a terrible decision. I was insensitive, selfish, and was only focused on the fact that her job was um had always been done on site and I did not see the possibility of doing it remotely.
1: So I feel like that's a lot better. That is better and it got I mean that one got almost a hundred thousand likes and the first one got thirteen thousand likes.
0: Yeah so that one I definitely think is much better received and there is a way better I got sincerity from yeah, she's her. Yeah, like, in... it
1: wasn't something that was done, and I wasn't open in thinking about the possibility that it could be done remotely.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling that she went into corporate mode and, yeah, and she wasn't. Was like, no,
1: fuck that. She we... can't do that. Yeah, it's yeah. like,
0: oh, how could this job be done remotely? Tell her no, and then it's like, you need to slow the fuck down, yeah. put your human brain back on, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. realize because I do think um, this woman has like a lot of kids herself. I I think she has like maybe four or five kids herself. So it's like, put your human chip back in and say, and make a decision from there. But I do think the second video is significantly better than the first one. So with that, we get to the The backlash backlash. to the backlash. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. Second video comes out. Some moms are still like, fuck Kite Baby. I'm never buying Kite Baby again. There's nothing that this woman could ever say that would ever make me want to buy the, their bamboo baby sleep sack ever again. But then other moms are coming on and they're like, you know what, my baby has fucking eczema. And mm-hmm. this cl- these clothes work for my baby. And I accept this apology. And I'm using the baby clothes because it works, they, for, it me, works yeah. for my baby. and like." I do kind of get that where it's like if you have a baby that's screaming because it has baby eczema and you've found one brand that's baby that works, yeah, it's tough to say I'm not gonna buy the <clears throat> baby clothes anymore, but I'm
1: like, do you have to post it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean that's also true is like you could just keep buying kite baby. There's also a whole thing where like there's another brand that sells bamboo baby clothes. And that brand, like, is, like, commenting. Like, that brand is, like, using the situation to, like, comment on stuff. And Um, then I think they donated to, like, her GoFundMe and whatever. So, it's, like, now the other bamboo baby clothes girlies are using it as like a corporate moment which of course they're gonna do but that I kind mean, of i would yeah my baby would if there was the other shoe absolutely i mean any company is gonna do that but i think some people like that was leaving a bad taste in their mouth too that it's like oh, okay so now like these other corporations are gonna jump on this situation and they're just gonna do that. yeah that's gonna happen if, if your direct competitor is the subject of like a massive tiktok dust up and moms are filming videos of them throwing their baby onesies in the snow, you're going to be getting in those comments. Of course. You're going to be getting in the comments. You're going to donate to the GoFundMe. That's just business. That's just business. That's just business. <laughs> that's just business. Um, and then there's also a push of people who are, like, tearing down one minority woman-owned business is... Not going to change the root of what this issue is, which is that the United States has a very shitty maternity leave situation, which to me, like,
1: I don't
0: know. I weigh both. I'm like, well, yeah, but this company did do this. Yeah.
1: And like, she has power.
0: Like, I hate
1: that. Like, it's like, like this. And it's like, minority, that's also a whole other thing of like, don't use the minority thing when it's fucking convenient to you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, she's the CEO of her own company that seems to be doing pretty well. Like, this is a person who ha- has power and yeah. had the power to... To do something different, and she didn't. Yeah, so I I get the, like, top line point of, like, uh, you know, maybe take this energy and now expand it outward to, like, talking about maternity leave in general. But I do feel like some people were like, you shouldn't be mad at Kite Baby at all. You should be mad at the United States. And I'm like, you can be mad at both. You
1: can be mad at both. like, the United States did not tell Lou to say, you "You can't do your baby photo shoots on Zoom for two months while your baby gets out of the fucking NICU.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, we can have the bigger conversation for sure. And I think that is correct. But- You can also say this company really fucked up and, like, went against its values, and I think that's messed up. And also, like, again, as an adoptive parent, as a NICU mom, I can't support a company that, like, did this to someone who went through something that I went through. So I do, I just feel like it's a little disingenuous, whatever. Then there's another group of people, of course, who are like, where's this energy for the boycotts for Palestine? And I'm like... All right, well... I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. For sure. But. But also, again, you can have, we can do walk both. and chew gum, but also.
1: So. It's different. I don't know. I'm just like, this is different. Like.
0: Yeah. So there's basically like, there's basically now a chorus of people who are like, the Kite Baby Boycott is white feminism. It's uh Like. Like, oh, so now you know how to boycott, but like you're not using your political power for XYZ other things. And yeah, so people that that discussion starts happening, which is not like it's not like totally invalid, but it is also like it's just hard. I have to, but yeah. Well, it's also like you actually don't know what these individual moms who are posting about Kite Baby. If they're also supporting boycotts for Palestine, like you actually don't know, like maybe some of them did get rid of their Soda Stream or whatever the fuck, like you you don't know, and I'm sure that some of them, I'm sure that if you sat down a good portion of them, they would say, yeah, the U.S.'s maternity leave policies are fucked. It is a lot easier to jump on to make a TikTok video and stuff than it is to call your senator, lobby for changes to United that's States like maternity really leave. Tough. Yeah, yeah, it's like it to. I feel like they're equating the two things, like, oh, so you can make a TikTok video, but you can't change the United States's maternity leave policies, and it's like these are two way, way different, different, bigger situations. We're also again dealing with generally young mothers who have a newborn. Like, yeah, this just
1: reminds me of like two instances. One was um, this person that I don't, you may know, but it's this this white girl who was just incredibly privileged. She was, like, super rich and just had, like, everything, whatever. And um, she had to get an abortion and basically used her Facebook as a way to... She just posted a lot, like, very, very honest things about abortion. And uh-huh. like, she's like, I couldn't get up today. Like, how she recovered from it. Like, these these are the pads I have to use because I'm bleeding so much, like just something like that, like really whatever. And um, you know, a friend of a friend, you know, was just like, "You're so fucking privileged, like, like you are, like, there are women who get an abortion and have to go to work the next day, like, and it's like, I understand that, yeah, kind of ethos, but it's like, yeah, that's true, and. This person's going through something really difficult. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't erase. It's like when this person is sharing that they went they're going through something difficult is not the time to be like, well, there are people who have it worse than you, or this and that. Like, that's not how you radicalize or you get that person on your
0: well, side. Was- yeah. And also, like, in the case of this person with the abortion video, it's like Well, maybe sharing some of this information about what it's actually like to go through on your body can help, like, bring about a greater conversation about how, like, it's not okay to ask women to go to work immediately afterwards. And and I'll be honest, like, I had an abortion two, uh, like, two-ish years ago Mm -hmm. now, and I was, as someone who is as plugged in as I am, as someone who is as plugged in politically as I am. I was shook by how intense of a physical experience it actually was. And I think that that information should be more
2: widely available available
0: to women. Because even someone like me who is like following fucking like abortion activist accounts, follows the issue, was at that time like reporting on the issue basically every day on a podcast and in a newsletter and stuff. I was not prepared for what it actually is yeah. and I do think that like a lot of people and again myself going into it the impression is like oh yeah you take the two pills and then you go home and like it's kind of you have cramps and you bleed a little bit and then it's like it's over and it's like no I was fucked up for like a week and it was incre it was actually incredibly painful and really intense and that information should be out there. and Yeah, but
1: if you used your platform, Elise, to say, which you did, and if I go back and like, well, there's a black mom in Mississippi who doesn't even get, or this, it's just like, what does that do?
0: Yeah, because- What does that do? Because, again, the person who's sharing that stuff they're actually kind of sharing it for that person's benefit. That mom is, because she has to go to work and do all this stuff, she can't do a video diary of how intense her physical situation was. But the person with a little bit more privilege can, and I feel like that is kind of the way that you use your privilege to like move a conversation forward, is to be like, I went through this, and I'm actually in a position to take off work and document it and have a bunch of followers and get it be seen. And, like, this needs to be seen and heard.
1: And, I mean, isn't that kind of the ethos of this whole controversy? Is that even though Marissa, you know, lost her job and all this stuff, like, her sister has the, you know, because there are other women who, you know... Just lose their job. Just lose their job and and have to eat shit or they fucking leave their baby and they have to go to the, and they have to go to work and they just sit there and this and that and like continue to work there for 10 years or, or, or look for another job or whatever, or figure it out. Like, you know, yeah, it's like that happens every
0: day. Yeah. It's like some, and that's why it speaks to people. Yeah, exactly. Like it's. Everyone is everyone's situation isn't going to be the situation that goes viral. But the one that does can speak for all the other people that go viral and it can bring this topic to people. And honestly, maybe there were some moms who followed this who hadn't really thought about what was going on with maternity leave policies or whatever, because they're personally a stay at home mom. And so that wasn't an issue for them or their company had a good maternity leave policy. So they weren't thinking big picture that maybe are being like, Oh my God, I can't believe that that would happen to someone. And so I do feel like the tone of some of the backlash to the backlash of being like, Oh, so all these white moms can come out here and like do all this stuff. And like, you guys are, you guys don't ever use your privilege for anything good. And it's like, I do feel like it's the difference of, like, calling people out versus calling them in. I think there's a way to say, like, yeah, the Kite Baby situation, and I did see some videos to this effect. The Kite Baby situation really sucks, and the way that we actually fix this for everyone is we have to rally around this issue, and here are some stats that are going to really fucking blow your mind. We're the only country that is doing this. We're the only, like... I, don't, I hate to use like Western or yeah, whatever, but yeah, yeah I, I, that, I feel like every yeah. single word that you can use to like describe is it, it, it re- yeah, is like exactly. Whatever. But it's like, but it's true. Whatever. We're the like only that. one of the big boys that's fucking doing this,
1: yeah. right? and then cry about why no one wants to have kids anymore.
0: Exactly. It's like, it
1: needs to be. It needs to be accessible to the lowest, income. like somebody who works at Walmart or whatever, needs to have paid. Family leave for a year. Yeah, like, and once they do it, like, if it becomes law that any oh, someone who works at Walmart or a minimum wage job gets paid family leave for a year. Yeah. Then what? What's gonna happen? You know, then to to stand out, Google's gonna be like, okay, two years or this or that or whatever, and they add on nicer stuff to entice the best people to work for them. Yeah. Which is already fucking stupid, anyway, with healthcare.
0: To be t- attached to a job, but that's you know. Well, it's it's so similar to the healthcare debate because it's this thing where like people will act like, oh, but if we do that, it's going to cause all these problems and da da da. And it's like, no, it won't, because every other look at every other country that's doing it and they're literally fine and there are a bunch of billionaires there. The like the richest people in the world are in France actually, so yeah. and they have maternity leave, free healthcare. They're they're on vacation every fucking day. Yeah, like
1: six week vacation. Yeah. Every job has six, seven-week vacation.
0: Every single country that we can point to that has these things that we're always talking about that the U.S. just doesn't have, yeah. they all also have super rich people. Like, I promise you, yeah. you can still be a fucking evil billionaire in all of these other countries, too. It's yeah. gonna be fine. They also all still have low-wage workers who work. Like, they have all... They just also have health insurance and and paid leave
1: starving and you know whatever
0: yeah so i mean to me it just is always the biggest mind fuck when i'm talking to someone who's like yeah but if we do universal health care then whatever their argument is i'm like no that's not true because every all these other countries have it and that's not happening so oh if we do paid leave then companies won't be able to yes they will yeah, they will. Because well, look at all look these other look. countries. Yeah. And and they all have massive corporations that are based out of there. You're telling me there aren't massive corporations in the United Kingdom? There aren't super rich people in the United Kingdom?
1: That's the thing, too, is that, like, my, you know, my friend, and even, you know, it's just, like, because her company is owned by, like, Swiss people, or French. I forget, like, they have a hard time, like, with the U.S.'s they have to also cater to, like, that's what a lot of multinational companies do. It's like, they have to cater to the standards of Europe and all these other developed places and the U.S. Yeah. So it's like, they figure it out. Like, Pepsi, everyone figures it out, and they're still able to do business everywhere. Like, that's what you have to think, too, is that all these countries have headquarter? I mean, all these companies have headquarters in Different country, you know, different countries. Yeah. And figure out how to work within the country's laws.
0: Well, yeah, and it's all—it's like <laughs> there are also so many corporations that I think even like Facebook has to play by different rules in Europe. But we get the fucking the raw, undiluted bullshit Facebook. We get all the fucked up food. We get
1: yeah. <laughs> like Well, we, the food tastes better here than in London. I'll say that, or uh, in the UK, because ha- all the shit that makes food taste good is illegal. <laughs> I think they're also
0: not a uh, culinary yeah geniuses yeah, yeah. Over there. Well yeah,
1: this one guy was like the food in America is so good. I love that's this is just another side tangent to things like I love like another genre of TikTok is when British or Australian people come to America, or just anybody comes to America and then they just show everything they eat. Yeah, and like they use that um that eagle, you know that like USA mm-hmm. eagle sound on on TikTok. And this one guy's like, Chick-fil-A, In-N-Out, Golden Curl, like all these chain things. Is like, And this one British guy was at a bar and he's like, oh my God, America, the food is so good. Like, if you can make a cart with just one of the sandwiches a bodega offers, and that will be the most slamming Like, If there was a chopped cheese cart in the UK, that shit will like, be blowed up. And the fact that you can get chopped cheese or this or that or whatever in, a... in one place is crazy. That's what this British guy told
0: yeah, I do. I think that there's a twofold issue there, which is that I just don't think that food is one of the things—the uh, pun intended—that British people are bringing to the table. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, yeah,
1: I know. I'm, I'm watching British Bake Bake Off, and I'm like,
0: baking is baking. I put in a different place. baking
1: is, but yeah, baked stuff is really fucking good.
0: Baked goods is different from like. meals meals and and whatnot and i i just feel that that's not their strongest
1: that's not their strongest thing i do love a tea and you know that's coming back
0: they're doing great tea time and tea things like that is coming back that is coming back uh so okay to round this all out uh here's where we're at now so marissa said that she was offered her job back but she did not take it because quote it is not a healthy environment for me
1: yeah, there's yeah. no like, there's just back. no going back. Yeah, that's how
0: awkward and it weird sucks. is it going to be? Yeah, and you're always going to be looking in over this... your
1: shoulder and all
2: that stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's also like, again, I do feel like the second apology was a lot more genuine, but at the end of the day, like this company showed you their values. And if you and you've actually had direct experience with this, if people treat you like shit and then take you back who knows if they're gonna just be looking for another reason to fire you later. Yeah, they'll fire you, They'll just find a way, they'll wait for it to die down and then go, oh, actually, like, you haven't been doing a good job. Yeah. And find a reason to fire (sighs) you. Yeah. No, absolutely. That is bullshit later because they want to just sweep under the rug the initial thing. So she's, I think, very right to yeah. have not taken that job back. And deep.
1: hopefully the GoFundMe that she did did really well. So it, it raised
0: over $90,000. Okay, so. well then
1: that's... She
0: don't have to work for a year. Yeah, I don't... Well, hopefully
1: the medical bills are not... Yeah, I'm either. like, I
0: don't know what the insurance... I mean, there's a husband involved. So hopefully the baby's under his health insurance. They're yeah. getting the stuff covered. They've got $90,000.
1: $90,000, you're going to work for a year. Like... And that's
0: sick. Yeah, so hopefully that... You know? And the, how's the baby? Like, yeah, sorry. I mean, I think the baby is as well as the baby can, can be. be. The update... I, I certainly haven't heard any, like, negative okay. updates about the baby. Yeah, I mean, thank God. Like, Yeah. I think it's God a God long road baby. from yeah. being born that premature to, yeah. like, with your health. And I imagine with a lot of stuff like that, it's probably, like, there's just going to be health stuff yeah. kind of forever, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Ninety thousand dollars will certainly help with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh. So, Kite baby, have a dedicated mom too. Um, yeah. Exactly. To have someone who can take off again, yeah. because that's actually what is good about paid leave, yeah. maternity and paternity leave, which most countries do both. Yeah. And you get
1: or one year at a time in Switzerland in, in a.
0: Yeah, I've got a friend who lives in Copenhagen, and when she had a baby, she did the first year and then went back to work. And now her husband is taking a year of. They call them
1: latte dads. (laughs) They have lattes and they sit in the park and they're chilling. It's lovely. Yeah,
0: it's lovely. And I'm like, that's such a like beautiful thing for the baby to get. First of all, for both parents to like equally be involved in the like baby phase of. Baby. Obviously, a one year old is different than a newborn, but either, and also for like your baby to be able to be cared for in that way by a father and to see a father be nurturing like that. Because I think that, you know, for so long it was just like mom nurtures baby, mom stays home, dad goes out and works. You only see him in the evening, he doesn't deal with any of the baby care. And it's like to not see your dad in a nurturing role ever. Is there's probably effects
1: of that, yeah. And like the dad is making their own relationship with the
0: yeah, with the the baby, yeah, that's separate from the mom and seeing the mom as the worker and the dad as the caretaker, like changing up those roles. I mean, there's just like there's literally nothing bad that can come from it. People, we just American society, it's all about like. There's so much individual, just me, 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 individualism. Individual There's so that, much like, well, I didn't get that. So why should you get that? You want me to pay for your college? You want me to pay for your bills? You want me to pay for... but? And it's like, no, we want everyone to pay for everyone together so that our country these, yeah. isn't bullshit.
1: Well, what does it say about our future? I know. Like, because it's like, we're thinking about the next generation of kids. And it's like... Kids! The the next generation of kids, if they were all raised by two parents or what, or even a single mom who had a year to get their shit, you know, not get their their shit together, but even, like, if a single mom didn't have to worry worry about bills for a whole year and just focused on whatever, and then they can figure it out when they got back or whatever, like, that would be life-changing. Or that they don't have to worry about food or they had good housing. They have to share an apartment with 10 people. Like, these are the things. So then all these kids grow up. And they just, you know, they're just like aimless. There's no after school programs. No way for, no way if they don't
0: have a car. They can't go to,
1: you know. And yeah. I was just thinking, yeah, like.
0: It creates a hole that you can't dig yourself out out of of. from literally the day that you're born, basically. And it reminds me, I I was having a conversation with a relative once who was going on and on about like student loan forgiveness and how they don't agree with it and why should I pay your student loans and these kids should have known and the parents should have blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's say you think these kids lack personal responsibility. The parents should have whatever. I don't agree with that, but yeah. Yeah. even if that's true, what kind of country are we building? What kind of future does the United States have if we have an entire generation of young people who are buried in debt? What does like you have to think about the future? And it's not pragmatic if you're going to stay here and play this economist game and what's pragmatic and blah blah blah. And you should read your contracts and nah, 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 Just like this, totally like heartless. Kind of take. That they didn't even have to. Find- yeah, exactly. That they don't even actually experience. Yeah, college w- cost
1: $100 when they were.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, whatever. But I'm like, so if you want to have this like heartless pragmatist take, it's not even pragmatic mm-hmm, to have an entire generation of people who will never pay off their student loans because, and who can never grow their wealth and who will always be stuck with this crushing debt because, like, these people are going to be the entire country and these people make up the economy and these people, like, what do you expect the future of the country to be? Well, it's the
1: future that we live in now where corporations are buying homes. Like, no one can afford to buy a home unless they have family money. And and even if you do everything right, that's the thing is, like, people who have family money whose parents can give them $60,000 in cash to bu- put some money down for a home they're gonna be great no matter what and then people who worked their ass off and went to college they're in debt $60,000 yeah so it's for even for them to save the $60,000 that will allow them to get the home they have to first get that debt out of the way yeah and then god forbid you're you wanna be a doctor cause that's $300,000 oh yeah
0: and it's that's the same like people lawyer, who say that's all of that shit it's the same people who are like USA number one blah 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 it's like how do we actually get there? If everyone is drowning financially, how do we actually have a thriving economy if no one can fucking buy anything? Yeah. Like if 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 you want to go this like straight numbers game that is like totally heartless and individualistic, which isn't even the real argument for why we should be doing this stuff, but even if you want to play your game mm-hmm. with that, literally what does it mean to the economy if having children bankrupts you? Yeah. If having children means you lose your job. If uh when you get out of college it's unaffordable to live forever. You can never get out of that debt. Like what does that actually mean down the line?
1: What does it mean to like have people who if they work a minimum wage, they can't live. Like it's like somebody has to work these jobs and you yeah. should be able to live and like have an apartment and work that's what like even a lot of people on twitter were saying they're like look if i could make even remotely what i make in an office job working retail i'd do it because it's so attractive to not have to think about your job outside of work and not have that stress and just like be around people all day i mean you know retail has its own things but they were just saying like but you cannot, you know, you can't live like
0: yeah. I think there's a, a, I think there's a good video of Brennan Lee Mulligan actually like speaking to this point where he's basically like when someone is like, well, don't flip burgers then or whatever, and it's like, okay, so do you want no one to do that job? Exactly. Because don't you go to the burger place and get and someone get the has burgers? to do it. Someone has to do it, and it, but when this same relative would be like, that's a job for high schoolers. It's like, well, high schoolers are in school, so are you saying that every single Walmart, Burger King, uh, grocery store, they all it's have to closed. shut down yeah. during school hours. Like, what are you fucking talking about? They're adults have to work these jobs. So if you're putting in, I mean, personally, I believe that everyone should be able to live and be housed and have food regardless of how much labor they do. But yeah, we'll talk socialism another time. I'm saying with, with these people, it's like, so you're saying that a person who puts in 40 hours at a like a grocery at store. a grocery store doesn't deserve to be able to like pay their fucking bills. Yeah.
1: Um and that's just not and even if even if high schoolers do work, they could only work nights and weekends. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I think that is actually a good system of like if these people are working 40 hours a week, they should be able to pay for shit. And then make way for the high schoolers that come in, and then the high schoolers should have money for their car and save money for college because you know how game changing or life changing it is to like enter into college with five thousand dollars in your savings and then like not have to worry while you're in school, like working while you know. I don't even want to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, fuck kite baby. Is there any other kite baby? The other update is okay. So kite baby. They haven't posted on their TikTok since the two apology videos. They're completely dark on TikTok. But three hours before we began recording wow. this podcast, they put, we're now at five hours. Five hours ago, Kite Baby posted this to Instagram. I will read it. At Kite Baby, we have dedicated our company to helping babies and families find comfort for nearly a decade. We are proud of our products, team, and the community we've built along the way. As we continue to grow, so do our policies. We are excited to share our updated parental leave policy. Wow. So here's what you're going to get if you work at Kite Baby. After six months at Kite Baby, employees receive four weeks of paid parental leave and up to 22 weeks unpaid for a total of six months. So you get a cute month, and That's then you won't be terrible. fired. It's st- Guys, you have to understand, other countries are getting... In a Germany, year. it's, like, two years. Yeah,
1: a year, two years. Or, like, they get subsidies to get a nanny. Yeah, like, so you... They can help
0: get clean... Help. You have to understand that, like, the fact that this is the updated policy... That's crazy. ...is garbage. It's garbage. After 12 months at Kite Baby, employees receive eight weeks of paid okay, parental leave. Okay, so it's, like, okay,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: and up to 44 weeks unpaid for a total of one year. So you... <laughs> very funny to be like you could choose to not have a job for a year and you will pay you for two months but i'm like (laughs) if if you're not i don't know we understand the importance of family and recognize parents vital role in nurturing and supporting their families with this updated policy we aim to foster a culture of support and inclusivity i i don't Whatever. I feel like that's just so buzzwordy. I'm like, what do? You, what does inclusivity have? I mean, to... Means like gay parents. Yeah, or like adoptive parents, I guess too. Yeah. But it's like, you
1: it's know, if me, Democrats were really serious, abortion and paid fam, uh, family leave and child care like subsidies, yeah, and you would fucking win anything, and you don't even have to touch about immigration, yeah, and but, all that shit. But they're not. They're
0: not, <laughs> they're not serious. And They're those not are fucking
1: easy things. You will get everybody. You're talking about a multiracial coalition of people to vote for you. Childcare, abortion, and f- maternity leave. Yeah, and then you and then people will say, "Oh, you're anti-family. We're pro-family."
0: Yeah, and it's serious. it is this thing of like, I'm sick of them like paying lip service to all that stuff and then getting in and being like, "Sorry, we can't do it because there are too many." Republicans in the Senate. And I'm like, then you should have won more fucking Senate races. Yeah, they're not
1: trying, that's the thing too, is that, now we're talking about politics. I know. I don't want to hear about all these things that Joe Biden's going to do because he didn't do it in the first term. And then, said it was like, when he like, completely went over, you know, he's figuring out how to make it happen for Israel, which is a whole other thing. But it's also like, well, I really don't see the Democrats really pushing of, like, when we win these five seats, we will also be able to do X, Y, Z. Right. Like, there's no path like that.
0: We lost the House for no reason. For no reason.
1: For In the no reason. Because of New George York. George
0: Santos was elected.
1: New York? Like, you guys are unserious. Yeah. You don't want. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's my thing. I'm like, if there is a political coalition. Of people pro-maternity leave for 2024, we can make it happen. Like Yeah. They could win a bunch of shit.
0: But it requires not just it being about the presidential election.
1: And it's it were- just
0: about saying... like, And that's the fucking Democrat thing is that they say a bunch of stuff to win the presidential election. And then they're like, oh, we actually can't do it because we won't get rid of the filibuster. And we actually elected two people... We keep two people in our caucus who kind of won't get rid of the filibuster. So, oops, we actually can't do it. Oops, we actually still have one anti-abortion Democrat in the House. Oops. It's not even oops. We're going
1: to fucking rally and put our machine behind getting the abortion guy elected. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then all these stupid young
1: people, you know, it's just. This it's, whole thing is just disappointing. And it's just like, <sighs> I can't believe they thought they were doing something within a month. I know. They shouldn't have just said anything.
0: I, I know. It's, are they getting ripped in the comments? Like they, comments as off. they should. Comments off. Comments well, off. And they know why those comments are off. I think they shot themselves in the foot because in one of her videos, I we didn't get to that part, but she was like, we're going to update our maternity leave policy for February. So it's like, okay, now we got to see the new leave policy. And then it's like, your new leave policy... Isn't very good. No. Because she, that woman would still have to come back after a month. Like, yeah, it yeah. only underscores how bad the original one was. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay. And it didn't
1: change. Wait, how long was Mar- um, Marissa at Kite Baby? That
0: a is a That is a good question. She was there, I think it was under a year. Yeah, so I'm like. But so it wasn't like been... she had just, she was like a new hire. Yeah, because I'm like, if they're saying six months,
1: like, it just wouldn't have made a difference anyway. Like, she still would have had only two weeks. So they didn't really change anything.
0: Yeah. They're just saying,
1: if you work here for more than a year, you, you'll you get a month.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, again, okay, so your baby was just in the NICU for a month. Maybe they just came home. Get back to work. Yeah, get a month. Get back to work. Yeah, and I'm like, or don't you can't get paid. even do
1: half a year, like, or so, like, or half
0: pay or so, I don't know. Yeah, right. Or a it's stipend, like, like a but even even stipend. that, it's like, no, I'm not pulling back on this. Every other fucking country lets you go for nine nine months minimum. Yeah. So it's just bullshit that it's like we're <sighs> we're scrimping and saving and crawling around for the dregs of, and then
1: sorry, and then we want to be outwardly hostile to a group of people who have kids at like who. You know, a lot of immigrants and migrants do have a lot of babies. Yeah, and but they're eat, not
0: the right babies. They're
1: not the right babies.
0: Yeah, they're not the—it's just so—it's it. It's such a mind fuck with these people who are like, immigrants are going to replace us, they're having all these babies, but then they're not going to support policies that do, anything, that to do anything to encourage the families that they want to yeah, have but a bunch of babies. It's to-
1: because if it was legal to just do maternity leave for white people, they would oh. do it. For white straight families, they would absolutely do it yesterday. But
0: that is why a lot of this stuff goes down is that they're like, I mean, we would do it for just us, but like we have to if we we would have to do the healthcare for like everybody, black and brown people too, gay people
1: and getting their gay
0: healthcare and
1: yeah, and that's the whole thing is like if you know that's also the whole thing of like income requirements for WIC and all this bullshit or all these hoops and stuff. It's like yeah you have to show us that you're working you have to it's like you don't want anyone to, you know what i mean like but that's the that's the thing that ultimately is like to America's demise, yeah, which is i mean, you know the reason why now China has a thriving public transportation and all these cities and all these things, and China has its own pro- every country has its own
0: problems, but it's like yeah official go trust grass policy China has its own problem, I mean, no, China has its own <laughs> problem.
1: but it's like it's like. We damaged our cities, yeah, and our and and public transportation and everything, because we didn't want black you know black people to get anything.
0: And, and we're now, damaging our young people. And we're we're damaging, damaging our young people. We're damaging entire generations of people because we don't want non-white, non-straight, and honestly, also just women in yeah, general women. No, to women. get to, to get stuff when like. If you think back to when we had, like, the most progressive policies that were, like, passed and shit, like, in the 30s, it's because they could kind of just be like, this is for white guys. Yeah. Like, this is for white men and, yeah. uh like, white male workers. And shouldn't white male workers be able to get a bunch of stuff? And it's like, you can rally for that, but once it's like, okay, but actually now we have like laws in place that mean everybody has to get it it's like oh
1: well then no one's getting anything yeah then nobody gets anything let's close the public pool let's close all parks let's close anything that makes life worth living yeah right and then oh we can't segregate this we're shutting it down we're shutting it down and then guess what then you have this whole generation then they're like why is everyone online all the time why doesn't anyone go outside and play why don't kids have independence anymore why do we have drunk it's it's all connected it's like yeah
0: yeah. Well, why are parents using tablets to parent their kids? Because they have to work. They have to work, and they, the kids can't
1: go play by themselves. Like, there's cars. Like, before, you know, a kid could ride a bike. Now the cars are so big. Now I'm getting You know, I have yeah. cars. But it's like, everything's so big, a car will kill so, Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's a lot of fucking Guys,
0: buttons. it's all fucked up. And the thing is, Kite Baby is just a... T- The iceberg. Yeah. Kite baby really brought it's it's funny to be a small bamboo clothing company and to make a mistake that is literally like an avalanche of everything that is wrong with American society. And it's like,
1: oh, you really fucked up. And it's and it all starts from baby clothes.
0: And it all starts with bamboo baby clothes. And that's the end of this episode. Well,
1: thank you guys for listening. Is, is another, another trending topic. Another trending topic episode of Go Touch Grass. Um, thank you so much.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have a free feed episode for you this week. Uh, really exciting. We're gonna have Josh Gondelman yeah, on Josh one of the Gondelman. funniest. I'll be back. Yeah, I, I have so not prepared. booked another uh, commercial with Yet, potential for upgrade. The week is still young. That's true. That's true. Actually, you know, look behind the curtain. The reason that that it, I wasn't able to be there and we couldn't like it, it was it happened so fast. It happened so fast. I booked it on Saturday and wow. Monday. I'm on set for cell phone provider TBD. Wow. So, all right, guys. Until next time, go go touch grass. grass.